Welcome to the Access Church Podcast. Grab out your note sheet and let's jump right into today's sermon. All right. It's good to see everybody here. Beautiful day for us today. It's going to be enjoyable as we do something a little bit different uh, with our Testify Sunday. Before we get into it, though, I just want to remind ourselves some things going on right now. So we are in the middle of uh, this Christmas kindness season. Not that being kind is a season, but we're going to kind of uh, elevate it a little bit as far as just organizing and being aware. So uh, on our website or if you open up the app, and by the way, we have the worship songs on the app this morning for you. So if you want to open that up, you can kind of follow along on the rest of the worship that we'll be having uh, this morning. Uh, that uh, kind of the key events that we're that we're focused on that we're doing. So one is there's an opportunity. Uh, we found out that there's a, a church that is raising funds. They're in Temecula. And they are, I think it's Cornerstone Christian Baptist Church. And they support a church or help support a church in the Philippines. Well, that church just got annihilated. I saw pictures. Uh, they just had a, uh, I don't know if it's a typhoon or what they call it over there, but it, it just ravaged it. And their church literally is about the size of just like one of these little squares. It's just an open building. And so uh, they're raising funds in the area to be able to send 100% goes to help the pastor, the family, and the community there. So uh, you have an opportunity to give uh, through that. And so if that's something you're praying about, thinking about, want to be generous, help out a church that you don't know them, but we're all part of the same family, you have an opportunity to do that. Uh, the other thing that we're doing is uh, supporting uh, Eric and uh, the vision that he had and that Shamik and the family are continuing. Um, and that's with Melanoma Awareness. And uh, Eric started that, and our church has always been a part of that. And so it's been a, a, a great way of just supporting a great cause, but also uh, as Christians, just getting active in, a, in something that's not necessarily like Christian, but getting Christians involved to be an encouragement and be a participate in that. So next week as a church, we're going to participate in a walkathon. And so all proceeds help with the melanoma awareness, all the things that they're doing there. And so uh, we're going to go for a walk next week. So bring your walking shoes, bring your headbands, whatever you got to do. It's just going to be a mellow walk. And then we're going to have sandwiches provided with some chips and some water and kind of hang out. So next week's kind of a hangout after church. Hopefully the weather's good. I haven't checked. Does it look good? Anybody know in the next seven days? I think it should be sunny. So hopefully it is. Uh, so we're going to be hanging out after church next week. If you don't want to walk, then you can just sit here and wait for us. If you want to walk around, we'll do that. And you can sign up online for that. I think it's, is it 30, should make it 35 or 45 dollars? For those of us that are procrastinating, yeah, the price goes up. Yeah, life lesson there. I think it's like 45, it doesn't matter. All of it goes to help. Um, and so uh, that's something that's also online, easily sign up for. The last thing that we're doing is, um, we just felt like this is a season as um, uh, thinking about just, people within our church all the time. We're loving people outside the church and we should, but the Bible, I don't know if you know this, but almost all the love one another's like 90% of them are the love one another's in the church and doing it in such a way that people outside the church are like, you guys are amazing. So we're going to uh, bless some families uh, during this season and making sure that their Christmas especially is enjoyable. They have the resources they need to bless the kids and just have a, a great time as a family. And so um, we're putting some baskets together the gift cards it's a gift card basket lordly the gift it's wednesday right wednesday get the gift cards you can get them to lordly by wednesday if you have them with you there's a basket over there by the way uh we have those blankets there for you if you're a little chilly and then we have little hand warmers for you so isn't that nice so you can uh, snuggle up this morning if you're a little cold or you can just get in the sun 
but uh, there's a little basket over there. You can put the gift cards. Now, some of you are like, ah, oh, gift cards, I forgot to go. You're too busy, all that kind of stuff. So here's what we're going to do. Whoever gives uh, today, so on Tidely, whatever is given today, we're going to look at it um, tomorrow. Whatever amount of money is given today, all that, all those proceeds will go towards we'll get the gift cards. So if you want to go on your, um, you know, online or on the app, um, and if you want to give uh, extra today, whatever's given today, we'll just go ahead and buy the gift cards for those families. So that's another option if you're too busy and uh, you can't make it. That's okay. We'll make a way for you. But we really want to bless them and have a great time. So make sure you participate in that. And then next week, we're going to present the, the gift baskets to the families because it's a surprise. We haven't told anybody. So only a few of us know. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. So that's next week. So next week is going to be fun. Hanging out after church, loving on people, going for a walk, getting the blood going eating sandwiches, looking forward to it. So that is the plan. All right. Sound good. Jeremiah, you in? Sounds good, man. All right. <laughs> it's always the drummer. That's the loud one. You know, it's, it's good. That's good. Um, so today, uh, to kind of prep as we get going here, um, I just want to share a little bit, kind of prepping our morning and then we're going to sing a couple more songs to give us time to kind of think. And, and then, uh, we'll start the sharing after that. Uh, and so as I was thinking about this morning, though, just this this season of uh, Thanksgiving and, and sharing and, uh, you know, why do we do this? Why do we testify? It comes out of, if you didn't know this, Philippians 4.4, which is great because uh, we have our Philippians Bible study group. Really proud of them. We got about uh, probably about 10 to 14 people the first few weeks that have shown up and um, we're going through Philippians. And so out of that, Philippians 4.4 really is the cornerstone of what the sharing is all about. So for some of you are like, oh, why are we sharing, Brian? Don't we pay you to preach? Like, come on, just, just preach so we can sit here and just kind of absorb it and leave. But the Bible says, no, it's not about that, that we actually can encourage one another. And Philippians 4.4 says this. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Just so you know uh, that when the Bible was written, especially the New Testament, it's in a language called Greek, uh, that they don't have like what we have as far as the punctuation. Right. And they didn't have the emojis. So you kind of knew the emotion of it or the passion of it. They didn't have little fire emojis to know, like, this is a big deal or they didn't have an exclamation point or anything like that. So what they did is they repeated it. So if something was a big deal, they would repeat it like this is a big deal. If I say it once, maybe it's a. if I say it two or three times, that's a big deal. So when Paul says rejoice in the Lord always again, I will say rejoice. It's almost like a military command like this isn't optional. This isn't like, well, when the days are good, when you kind of feel like it, the body's working, you don't have any aches and pains, there's enough money. He's saying, no, this is a command from the Lord. Rejoice always. Again, I'm going to say it, rejoice. And then he says this, let your gentle spirit be known to all people. And that's what testify is. What, what, is, the, what is the, out of that, that joy that God has given you, that gentle spirit, let it be known to all. And that's what we're doing. What's God doing in your spirit, in your soul, in your heart, in your mind? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? How is he using you? And let it be known to all to encourage uh, the church. Now, this, joy, this word rejoice or joy, pretty important word. There's 66 books in the Bible. So I don't know if you know this, but the, the, the whole Bible is compromised of these 66 books or letters. It's all compromised uh, or, or, um, into one. And so rejoice is found 203 times. And the word joy is found another 242 times. 445 times within these 66 books is joy, rejoice, be joyful. That's a big deal. Again, being repetitive, right? And so when we look at that word as far as what does it mean to re rejoice, 
Um, well, let's break it down. Re. Right? It's a compound word. Rejoice. Re means to repeat. We like that, right? We like the word re. I don't know if you think about it, but we like re. Like redo. We like redos, right? When you get redos in life, if you're, if you're turning in a paper and the, the teacher said, I want you to redo this. That's better than I'm going to give you an F, right? Anybody had that? Like, I'm going to have you redo this, right? Parents, right? Clean your room. You go, I want you to redo this so you don't get in trouble. Otherwise, you're going to be grounded, right? Redo the room. Okay, I get another, I get another chance. I like the word re. The Bible talks about as far as being reborn. That's a good thing. The first time we're born, says not, not necessarily a good thing, right? Our sin nature, but we're reborn. We're going to redo this. We're going to become a new human, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing life. Being reborn, it's actually a, it's a cool word, right? And so rejoice says, let's do life differently. We're going to redo joy over and over again. Repeat. Put your joyful mindset on repeat over and over like you would a playlist, like your favorite song. You're going to do it over and over again. Now, the word joy, what are we repeating over and over again? The word joy literally means uh, that you are aware of God's favor or grace in your life. That's what it means to be joyful, that you're aware, that Greek word, the literal uh, meaning of that Greek word means to lean in. It means to lean in. What are we leaning into? You're leaning into God's grace and favor. And that's why he says always be joyful. Why? Because there's always God's favor and grace in your life that never ends. And the reason that's important that we meditate on that is because life, I don't know if you found this, can kind of suck the joy out of you where you don't see God's favor and God's grace in your life. You know what happens when that happens in our life? The Bible talks about being grumbling or complaining. You ever been around people like that or have you been a person like that? <laughs> grumbling and complaining. Well, what's grumbling and complaining? The Bible talks saying it's actually a massive sin in this way is that it kills your joy. That's why the Bible says stay away from grumbling and complaining. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't ever talk about your problems. It doesn't mean if you share something tough that it's like, hey, hey you're grumbling right now. Shut up. Just be, just be positive. It's like, well, I just, I was just telling you I lost my job. Well, we all lose jobs. It's like, well, all right. You know, just rejoice. Sing a worship song. We're not saying that. This is what grumbling and complaining is. Is this where your problems become bigger than God that you can't see his favor and grace. That's all it is. It's not that you shouldn't share your problems. It's when you share them and think about them and focus on them so much, I cannot see God's grace and favor. And the Bible says you've turned into grumbling and complaining, and that's a dangerous sin because if I can't see God's grace and favor, then I can't worship him, and then I can't rejoice. I can't participate in these things. So today we're not saying we don't have any problems. We don't have any concerns. What we're saying is it doesn't compare to, to God's favor and grace, and we're going to lean into it. So rejoice means to constantly, repetitively, to lean in to God's favor and to God's grace and to appreciate who he is and all that he has done for us. And again, the importance of this we see in the Bible. Um, Galatians 5 talks about the fruit of the Spirit, right? Like what's, what's the fruit of having the Holy Spirit in your life? And you know what number two is? Number one is, of course, love, which it should be, right? You know what number two is? Joy. Right? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. And so having the Holy Spirit in our lives, we're going to have joy. Yeah, we'll have problems. Yeah, we'll have concerns. But we'll never not lean into his favor and his grace because it's constantly happening in our lives. So today, that's what today is. 
I'm going to give you a, a few worship songs that think about that. Think about God's favor and grace in your life. Think about his favor as far as the God of the universe speaking to you, changing something in you, encouraging you with something, leading you to something. Maybe God's using you in some way. You think about the last few months like, oh, he really used me in this way with this person here to love them or to encourage them. So let's lean into that. We rejoice that God leads us and that he provides opportunities for us. Maybe God's provided in some way. There's been some provisions that were miraculous. We want to we wanna share that. Maybe God's teaching you something. His favor is that he's teaching you and changing something in the way you think or the way you speak or the way you view life for this world. We want to rejoice in that because that's his favor and that's his grace in our lives. And so, again, I want to remind ourselves as far as the, the three questions we're kind of pondering today is, um, how have I been impacted through this series through John or Philippians? Maybe thinking through how God's favor and grace as he's used his word to encourage you or to change you. Another question is, how have I seen God change me or work through me? So as we worship these next few songs, maybe thinking about that. Or maybe how has God been speaking to me personally? Maybe there's been some things the Holy Spirit's specifically wanting to, uh, to uh, speak to me. And so we want to encourage others. Philippians 4.4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And that's what we're going to do. And let our gentle spirit be known to all people. So I want to encourage you with this. This is not a time to be shy, to be bashful, because here's why. It's not about you. You're not going to impress any of us. You're here to impress no one. We're here to be impressed by God. We're here to give glory to God. Because it's by his favor and grace that we're even here. It's by his favor and grace that we're encouraged. It's by his favor and grace that we live. And so now we just want to encourage each other with that. So as we worship these next few songs, think about that. You might have five things you want to share. I'm going to ask you to share one. Some of you I can tell already, right? You're like, I got five things. Give me one, right? Some of you have one thing and you're nervous about sharing that. Give, me, give us that one. None of us care how you say it, how you present it, because it's about the heart of it. Words don't have to be right. Um, don't worry about that. Just do it in faith and seeing how God encourages this morning. And again, like I said in the email, you are the sermon. Today, you're the sermon. What's God doing? So Jesus, we come before you and this is one of the things I appreciate about Access, God, is this is not a one-man show or one-woman show. This is not about a particular person or personality. We're just stoked that you've revealed yourself to us. May we never forget the favor and grace that you revealed yourself to us. Some of us, we were five years of age. Some of us is at 15 in our crazy teenage years. Some of us in the last month, you revealed yourself to us and we have eternal life. We have perspective that no matter the circumstances, our joy is not dependent on how people are acting around us. Our joy is not dependent on how much money is flowing in and out of our bank account. Our joy is not dependent on the world standards on how we look or how we feel because we understand forever. And so we rejoice that, that through your favor that we have eternal life. We understand that none of our problems can compare to your overwhelming love in our lives. So show us God. And I pray as we share, we would leave here today people that are ready to truly have a Thanksgiving where it just stays with us because we're so overwhelmed and so stoked by just who you are and what you do. God, you are good. And we proclaim that this morning. In your name, Jesus. 
Amen. What a great song to kind of lead us into this testify. Um, that he has no rivals. Nothing can rival the grace and the favor of Jesus and just who he is. Um, I'll just start off as far as, um, for me, I just feel like going through John personally for me has been incredible during this time. And for me, the main thing that has really stuck out, I feel like God continually reminds me of is in John 2, where it says Jesus did not entrust himself to man because he knew what was in their hearts. And it's helped me, honestly, to not entrust myself to any political person. Care less. Do I have an opinion? 100%. But it doesn't matter in light of eternity. There we go. Yeah, that's what the testify is all about. But also, whether it's a stock market, political, whether it's a pandemic, the more I focus on Jesus, just having that peace. And so the favor I appreciate is the peace that God gives me. And it breaks my heart for my friends that don't have Jesus and how stressed and nervous and just over every little thing. I'm just like, oh my God, you just, I don't know if you ever thought this, where you just look at someone, you don't tell it to him because that'd be awkward. Like, you know, but in your mind, you're like, you just need Jesus. Maybe you accidentally say it and they're like, what? And you're like, huh? You're like, oh, you know, but, but in your mind, you're like, you just need Jesus. Oh, if you just had Jesus. So that's been my testimony the last few months. I've been very thankful. I can't imagine going through this season without Jesus. I think I would, it would have been a lot worse, no doubt about it. Because we don't have a handheld, it's gonna, you're going to have to step out in faith a little bit more. I'm going to ask you to, to walk up here unless you're adamant. You're like, I will not do that. Then you can maybe stand up. We're going to have a hard time hearing you. So even if we get a little bit of a line, but if you want to walk up here and testify about what God's been doing or saying. Come on up. They're clapping for you already. They're, now you're over here. Yeah. They haven't even heard, you haven't heard what he has to say yet. You might. <laughs> um, just a testimony for me. Um, just during this whole John message, word and everything. At the beginning of it, uh, we went into the the connection groups. And God was really putting it on my heart to just speak out to these guys. Some of them I know, some of them I didn't know, and just tell them, hey, I don't really read the Bible that much. <laughs> I've lived most of my life knowing God and hearing different messages and everything, but I don't read the Bible and it's always become a new thing to me whenever I hear a pastor speak and it's like, that's in the Bible? I never knew that. Um, so I thank God because he opened me up to speak that to these guys and these guys, Ephraim was like, hey, you know what? We're going to make a, a group text and we're going to read a chapter of john every morning <laughs> and he was he was on it he texted us thank god because he opened me up to you know push everything else aside mm -hmm. to read the bible to read those chapters and as much as i didn't think i knew i did know a lot of john <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> but i thank god through all of that because even after we finished john um i started reading on to acts mm -hmm. and um I'm almost through Acts there, and I just thank God because that that put uh, just a standpoint. <laughs> yes, he's reading the I just Bible. Put a standpoint. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, just a standpoint in my life yeah. to actually, I can put time, 
put time away and set aside a time for God and what my desire is to know God more and to read his message. They helped me with that. And throughout the church and the messages and reading John, it just helped me out more. That's awesome, man. That's great. Thank you, brother. That's kind of a cool testimony too, as far as a lot why we need each other. You got someone like Ephraim that he's going to be texting you and things like that. It's like, oh, we need that. So that's really cool, man. That's great to hear. You want to share? Okay. Oh, you want prayer? All right, Mason, have you come over here? So, uh, Mason wants prayer for, uh, you said wisdom? Yes, wisdom, and for only um, for my parents to grow. For your prayer life to grow? You want to talk to God more? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, why don't we pray for him uh, as a church? And um, can, I, can I have one of you? Yeah, Pops, why don't you con- come on up? And then... Uh, few of our elders they uh, yeah i think justin's working jose ephraim why don't we pray for this young man faith starts at a at a young age here and plus i need a few people because i might start crying so do we have mason can we see him or is he too short <laughs> all right awesome why don't we come around him and Jesus, just uh, thank you for how you're already speaking to Mason. And you love it when kids come to you because you start working in them at a young age to change the world. But before we can change the world, God, we need you to change our hearts and mind. I pray you'd give him a, a deep desire and a faith to talk to you every day, that he would not go any day without talking to you, asking you, trusting you. And God, I pray you give him ears to hear. I pray that he'd really hear your voice clearly, that as he reads the Bible, that it makes sense to him and that you would give him your mind and your heart so that he has a real just clarity in life of the decisions he makes, of the choices he makes. And God, I pray that he could just enjoy the blessings that you have from you love him so much. And I pray that he can just stay safe and stay strong in your blessings, God. And we thank you for the things you have ahead for Mason, uh, the people he's gonna impact, uh, the future family that he's gonna have. God, we pray that you prepare that now as a young boy into the man that he's going to become. Yeah, Jesus, you're the best. God, we praise you and we bless you for calling our kids. God, I pray for Mason. God, that you would strengthen his prayer life with you, but God, also that he would be the type of person that you want to talk to. God, that when he talks to you and when he prays to you, that you talk back. God, and that he clearly, clearly hears your voice. God, and understands what you're telling him. God, I pray that you'd continue to call him. God, that you'd keep him close for his whole life. Jesus, I pray that you'd give him wisdom. God, I pray that he would, he'd be wise in relationships with other people, with friends at school, with teachers and people he's subordinate to. God, I pray that he would be known as a, as a guy that you talk to, God, and that is wise in, in all these different areas of his life. In Jesus' name. Lord, uh, 
the things that <clears throat> Mason does to us, the things that um, as he comes up, he's bold to Lord. Lord, I know that comes from you, Lord, because <laughs> just coming up here is 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 just typical for a lot of us. But to be able to take that step of faith, Lord, but Mason just did it without even hesitation. Lord, please show us that example of for yes, even me yeah. and for all of us, Lord, yes, because Lord. it's it's something that you're asking us to do, Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, again, it's just I'm just in awe, Lord, and I definitely Lord ask that you just continue. To have his heart that way, Lord, that he just mm-hmm. would speak boldly about you, Lord, and without hesitation. Thank you so much, Lord. Jesus. Amen. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Mason. There, there's the joy of the Lord. He's out running off the stage. Oh, did you want? Yeah. Come on up. Come up here. Yeah. Here we go. Hi. This is my second time at this church, so. Um, so this is my son, Mason. He's eight. He asked me um, two weeks ago how um, how he can pray more. So um, I bought him this watch. And so I set it at, um, he prays at 9, 12, 3, and 6. So this watch will remind him it vibrates so that way he'll know to go in prayer. Now, he was doing that for about two weeks. Um, but now we've kind of shortened it to 9, 3, and 8. But this is what he asked of me. And so I didn't know what to think of um, that would um, be engaging to him, but he loves it. So um, I just encourage parents um, um, to um, ask God to, to give you that creativity, to be able to you know incorporate God as much as you can with your kids. And that's something that he wanted to share. Um, Sorry, I had to share that. But, um, he okay. wanted to come up and share that he, that is his new prayer life. And so, and, you know, just he wanted prayer so that his prayer life can continue to grow. And I created a prayer book for him. So um, it has songs in it and it has a prayer that he can, that I've written, but that maybe in the future he could change so he can read it. And then he's got headphones and, and a CD player where he can sing and he'll play his guitar. Um as he worships with God. So that's given me an opportunity to um, think more, even though they're young, um, this is where it really starts to penetrate in their heart as far as you know who they will be in, in God's eyes. And so he keeps telling me, I wanna be a man of God. I wanna be a man of God. And I said, well, you have to be a boy, a young man, and then a man of God, you'll get there. So, so that's what he wanted to share. So thank you guys for I'm going to go ahead and announce right now that we have a parenting class you guys will be leading the next four weeks. No, it's so cool, though, just what God's doing and what and you hear what God's doing in different people's lives and it encourages you in different ways. Like, oh, that's cool. Um, so that's awesome, man. Come on up, Ashley. Morning again. Um, I just wanted to share that um, before Brian even started doing this um, series on John, uh, because of Corona or whatever, um, you know, you're looking for new shows to watch at home, you know, like fill your time. And um, someone's like in someone's feed, the the show, The Chosen showed up. And I, I kind of, I was raised in the church. So I don't really watch church 
churchy things because they're always cheesy. You know what I mean? They're always like my whole life I've seen Jesus movies and I'm just like, okay, this is like, I already know the gospel. Like this is just making Jesus look like a cheese ball. Okay. So I just didn't want to watch any of it. Um, and so this show has been out for two years and I've not watched it. So then all of a sudden I was like, I really had it on my heart after someone shared it to like watch it. Um, and I watched it and I like cried in every single episode. I feel like that show was really used to like help me like connect with Jesus more like as a human. And then Brian decides to do a sermon on John or sermon series on John, which is also like all about Jesus and his humanity. Um, and I think that's really what I've got from this season, from this season and from this series is Jesus and his disciples were people. They were humans. They were like us, you know, and um, I think that makes it so much more relatable when you can see Jesus as a human too, like not just as God. Um, and so this whole series has been amazing. It's opened my eyes to like who God was um, just as a human, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I just loved it. So yeah, closer now. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's always cool. Like, I mean, you've grown up in the church, Ashley. It's always cool when you realize that the Bible, it's every time you read it, even if it's the same thing, there's fresh new ways of looking at it or how God will kind of get it into our lives. And it's interesting. Some of the biggest feedback has been on when we talked about the humanity and the divinity of Jesus. I think that was important for a lot of us. Some of us only think about the divinity, no humanity. Some of us too much humanity. and We don't realize, hey, there's divinity there too, what he can do. So it's been cool. I think it's been really encouraging. Come on up, Aiden. Hello, everybody. Um, so, honestly, I haven't really been going through John, but I'm in the Bible study that's going through Philippians right now. And um, one thing that just stood out to me this uh, this week as I was going through Philippians 2 is that um, just to be encouraged by the way God loves you to love others like that. Um, I honestly don't have a verse to go back to for that, but but yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's something I'm trying to work on. Um, just, you know, loving loving your enemies pretty much, stuff like that, and just uh, showing love to people that um, maybe I don't go out of my way to show love to um, and just uh, trying to express God's love uh, through me to them. So that's something I'm working on, and I just wanted to share that. Yeah, the Philippians Bible study has been really cool. We'll probably do more of those short little Bible studies. Um, it's been really, really helpful. Even if you've done a Bible study before, it's pretty cool. Thanks, Aiden, for sharing that. Come on up, Mama. I have been so blessed by our study in Philippians. Uh, and just to kind of go down from the verse that um, Brian shared earlier, 
where it says to bring our request uh, to him with prayer and supplication was just a quick testimony. We kind of had a crunch with finances and it, it really bothered me uh, this last month. And so I was uh, really praying about it. And why I wanted to share this was I have in so much of my life, being a Christian for a long time, prayed very religious prayers. And that verse just really started ministering to me in Philippians about to make our requests just known to God. So I just started praying to him. And I said, this is really bothering me. You know, I need you to do something about this. And um, <laughs> it was so funny. I get a call from, I bought my mobile home 18 months ago. So I get a call from this lady who says, we sent you a check for X amount of dollars. Why didn't you cash it? It was, um, we paid you, t we took out too much money on your escrow for taxes. And I said, well, I really don't think, I never got it. If I would have got it, I would have obviously cashed it. So uh, she said, well, well, we'll reissue you one and we'll mail it to you. I said, can I come pick it up? <laughs> and and uh, she said, sure, it'll be ready at one uh, after one tomorrow. So sure enough, we go and pick it up and it was very timely and it was like, oh my gosh, Lord, I, <laughs> I was just really blessed. So I wanted to share that. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be honest with God. I need this right now, God. Come on. Part the Red Sea, you can send me a check. Thanks, Janelle. That was awesome. Hello, church. How are we doing? Um, this is uh, past a uh, week for uh, Thanksgiving. It has nothing to do with really uh, the sermon, but um, I was um, when I was a young man, younger man. Um, I was a single father with two children, and um, since um, Keegan um, is a single father right now, going through troubles with his two children, um, God blessed us, and God blessed my wife and myself into blessing him and his children to come over for Thanksgiving, and uh, it was a real blessing to have all that life and the laughter of his two boys that we really love in our home and uh to feed them because i like i said i've been a single father before and someone was there for me i had my family and stuff but his family is not all around him so um i was a blessing for me and my wife to bless him and uh have him in my home and um and just you know how you take um things that's gone through that you've gone through and that your testimony can help others. Well, I, I saw that in what I've gone through, and I could see it in another young father, and I could bless him the way someone blessed me. And so I thank God that I could do that. And um, and I, my wife and I was more blessed than I think. He got he I got some food. We got some food together for him, and he got to spend some time with us. But I think I got more out of it, and my wife got more out of it than he did. And so I just want to publicly thank God for that and uh, that opportunity that he gave us to bless others. That was it. <laughs>
You know what's cool about that, Tim, is what I like about that testimony. Sometimes we forget God will use things we go through and we think it's just about us. But now you have a heart for any man that goes through things that, you know, and then you're able, you're able to diminish and things like that. And, and by the way, when he, just so I can clarify and Keegan, you can clarify more if I'm off, but he's a single dad as far as, um, Jessica, they're married. She's still going through, uh, it's public knowledge, but she's still going through uh, rehab and I think doing, doing better, doing well, hope get back out, get the family back together. And, but God's been doing some amazing things. Um, if you've been a part of for the church for a while, your guys' story, Keegan, every time you show up, you inspire me, man. <laughs> but getting two kids ready all by yourself, that's a miracle. That is a parting of the Red Sea right there, man. You're a man. <laughs> you don't seem too excited. You're like, I'll go. If you're forcing me, Wilson, I'll go. No, you just, it's family time. You're just sharing with family. So it's been really hard lately, um, especially with COVID and, sorry, not having my husband here. Sorry. And um, with these two little boys here that I, um, you know, thank God for my mother-in-law that's helping me. Um, and I'm going to have them soon, but it's been really hard for me to focus at church lately. Like, I just noticed... Like, I'm sitting there, but I'm not really listening to the words. Like, you know, I'm just spaced out thinking of other things in my head. And last night, I was having a really hard time connecting and just, you know, worrying about things. And I was talking to my mother-in-law and stuff. And, then, you know, she was like, you just need to pray and, like, just let it go. And, and I just, I mean, I heard it, but I just couldn't get there you know I was just so worried and and I just felt so anxious and um and finally like let I think it was last night um I did a giveaway on Instagram and some lady um she was the one that won and so she messaged us saying you know oh my gosh you guys like she I'm crying um you know basically she was struggling financially and it was like a cash giveaway. So she got this cash and she was just like, it's answer to prayer. And you guys don't even know how much you have, you know, just impacted me right now. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Like you need to just put yourself at the foot of the cross and forget about whatever you're worried about. And it just kind of like gave me peace of mind that God is still working, whether it's not in me right now but you know maybe in other ways and then also I'm like it's one o'clock in the morning so I'm like going to the fridge to get food because I'm hungry <laughs> um and there's a box of like a box that um I had bought a heater for my son's room and then the box says forgive and laugh more and kiss more and just don't worry about you know pretty much the future and today I came in and the worship music just, it resonated with me again. And like, I feel like hopefully, you know, I can get back up there again. But, um, but yeah, it just, it, it's so weird how God works sometimes. It's like all of a sudden you just, something snaps and then you're just like, okay, I, I'm good. I know he's got me. So yes, just, that's all I want to say. <laughs> yeah.
Hey, so what I'm taking away from that is those little Christian signs that we put up in our homes that actually work sometimes. <laughs> it is a good reminder of, of that. And, um, yeah. Oh, your mom's back. Your mama's back. Yeah. <laughs> he usually does that during my sermon, so. I feel a little bit better. It's not just me. Maybe it's uh, Ephraim. Hi. So we've been uh, we've been going through a series on John, right? One of the Gospels. So it's been uh, interesting for me. Uh, John, the Gospel of John, is the only one of the Gospels that has zero parables in it. If you guys didn't know that. And the reason that was interesting for me is when you read through the other Gospels, there's all these stories, right, where Jesus is using parables or metaphors, teaching things. And so for me, those are very difficult to understand sometimes. Even Jesus says, hey, most of you guys probably won't understand this. And so a lot of times in my, my relationship with God, I feel like he sometimes talks to me in these mysterious parables, right, or some sort of spiritual euphemism that I don't understand. What I've really appreciated, appreciated about going through the Gospel of John is that it's a lot more relational. So rather than these long portions of text where you have Jesus telling a parable, he's sitting down talking with somebody and telling them practical things. So for, for me personally, the way that's working out is before I would feel like God would speak to me and it'd be some mysterious thing. Like, I don't, kind of like the parables, you know, like God tells you something and you don't know what it means or what to do with it or if it was even God talking to you. But then when you read in John, you see him sitting down with Nicodemus, and he tells him very straight to the point, practical things. If you want to be saved, if you want to be in the kingdom of heaven, go get born again. And so for me, the way God is speaking to me as we're going through John is, hey, if you want to walk with me, stop being a jerk. Or if you want to, if you want to be close with me, if you want to improve your relationship with me, stop bad-mouthing people at work. In the same way as he did with Nicodemus, if you want to be part of the kingdom, be born again. So when, as we're going through the rest of John, I think it would be good to remember that this is a more of a relational, very intimate and practical interaction between Jesus and the people that were close to him, rather than the mysterious, somewhat mysterious parables that we read about sometimes where we kind of have to flesh it out and figure it out. John has been great for me because it's a lot more practical, and I feel like God is just telling me hard things that are very practical and... Uh, so I've loved it. Good job so far. Yeah. Hey, well, you're up in two weeks, so good luck to you. <laughs> Back at you. This is pretty uncomfortable for me, so sorry. I'm, like, nervous. But I just have been going through kind of, like, a tougher time in my relationship with Jesus. Just kind of, like, I've been talking to my family a little bit about it. Like, even just, I think, just doubting a lot and even worship. Like, I've never really struggled to, like, I guess feel it, if that makes sense. And it's just hard for me. Like, almost every weekend is, like, a struggle. So I've been struggling, but I think every week, like just going through John and talking about like 
who Jesus is, it's just kind of brought me back and like humbles me every week. That kind of gets me ready to like serve the next week or serve in young life and everything. I just feel like I just haven't had much to give. So it's, I'm just thankful for everyone's like faithfulness to make this happen every week because it's kind of just kept me like, I'd, my biggest prayer has just been lately that God, like I'm just trying to be honest with him in my doubt. And I think he just keeps like showing up just enough that I just want like the deepest desires that I would believe like again, I guess, believe more. So yeah, I'm just thankful for everyone making this happen. And I don't know why I want to share, but <laughs> yeah, that's all I really have. Bethany, can you, can you come back up here? Because I know you love being up front so much. Uh, I think I know why God had you shares. I think this is a mixture of sharing and, and some prayer time. Um, you know, you serve faithfully. Think about worship is whether you want to be here or not, you're on. <laughs> you got to sing, you got to do it. Um, and uh, when other people are sleeping or getting ready, things like that, you're already here. You're working hard. Your family's involved in ministry, so then you're doing ministry through the other week. And the hardest part about ministry is that you can still do it even if the tank is empty, which is dangerous, but you can almost fake it, um, even though you know it's true. And I think that can happen, but you just don't want that to be a lifestyle, right? And so you give a lot. I'd like um, a few of us. So Ashley, can you uh, come up? Abilene, Laura Lee, can you guys come up? Can we pray for Bethany just on anointing, that continuing work of God, that freshness, and any doubts that she has about the future, whether ministry or personally? I think that's why God wants you to share. So I'm going to have you come over here and we're just going to pray for you. Come right. You guys got it. Oh, Jesus, thank you for Bethany. She is such a blessing to us. Thank you for bringing her here, God, bringing her heart, her love for worship, her love for you. God, I just ask that you would just strengthen her. God, remind her of her calling on her life, mm -hmm. the gifting and the blessing that you've given her within her heart, within her voice, God, to worship you and to praise you, God, and to help others want to worship you and praise you, God. And we know this can be um, physically and emotionally exhausting sometimes, God, but we just ask that you would just strengthen her up, God, that you would also give her the rest that she needs. God, that you would just remind her who you are to her, God, and how you see her. God, that you would continue to speak to her, even if it's just a little, even if it's just enough to get her through, God. We ask that you would just continue to speak to her and to let you let her know that you're there, that you're close by, and that you love her, even in her doubt, that you remain faithful. We love you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for Bethany and and just giving her the gift of music, Lord, and to um, worship you and um, help others here in the congregation just enter that, that place of worship, Lord. It's so special. And it, um, Lord, I just ask that you would, I just pray against any distraction that's coming mm -hmm. her way, Lord. And at this age, Lord, it's just so hard to navigate in life, trying to figure out, you know, um, just who's right for you, which path you want to take, and all those things that distract us from you. Lord, mm -hmm. I just pray 
um, as a song that we sing today that you know the waves come crashing that like you would allow her to see above the waves Lord yes, God. Um, yes. and Lord I just uh, I'll ask you to send her the right people in mm -hmm. her life that would um, help mm -hmm. just fellowship and yes. and the right people that would be there for life Father God, I first want to praise and thank you for um, allowing us to partner with you in prayer mm -hmm. on behalf of Bethany today. Mm -hmm. Father, I praise and thank you um, for the courage that she has shown to come up here and speak. Mm -hmm. Father, I praise and thank you for the way you intricately um, wove her in her mother's room, womb and created her, Father God. Um, she is just such a special child, Father. You have blessed her with so many unique um talents and we are so grateful for that father um you have been with her um since conception father guiding her and molding mm -hmm. her father i pray that um you would just remind her who she is mm -hmm. that she is yours and she is the daughter mm -hmm. of the one true king father god i pray that um when the spirit of doubt comes to whisper i pray that you would silence that voice mm -hmm. father god i pray that um you would silence any negativity that the enemy tries to throw at her. Father God, um, I pray that she would be reminded that she is enough. I pray that mm -hmm. she would be reminded um, of the strength that she has because of you, Father mm -hmm. God. Um, I pray that you would continue to work through her. Father, I pray that um, you would bring physical, emotional, and spiritual healing to her heart, Father God. Um, when there is moments of doubt, I pray that she's able to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. um, and just as Aline says, Father, I pray that you would bring people around her to, to, mm -hmm. to encourage her and uplift her. Um, and we just praise and thank you for the, all that you've already done in her life. And we praise and thank you for what is to come. Yes, yes. In the mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. You, you started walking. You can't back off now. You've already been exposed. Come on up, Shoshana. There's, been, uh, there's a couple of, um, there's a passage and then something you said in one of the sermons that really resonated with me. In Romans 12, 12, it says, <clears throat> be joyful in hope, <clears throat> patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. And then... You had a statement. I need to find it. Um, that if our circumstances don't change, that's okay because we know where we are going forever. And you said that on one of your sermons. This has been a really difficult um, year, of course, with COVID, and it has destroyed so many lives and so many um, opportunities and. and potentially marriages. My son is in Afghanistan right now. He's been there for four years. He's been in a dark place. He has no, nobody around him that knows Jesus that can minister to him. And 
as Pastor Brian, we've shared with him, you know, his heart. He, you know, I dedicated this child as a baby at the foot of the cross. And I brought him up at the church and, um, and he, you know, went off to be a Marine and, you know, uh, just, I don't know, the circumstances and the people that surrounded him, you know, he had no, no God around him, you know, the places that he went to. And, and now he's in Afghanistan, which is a dark place. And so he went there four years ago and he comes and goes, but he was supposed to stop this year in February and that's before COVID. And, um, this woman that I'd been with her for the most part for the four years, has been faithful, has been patient, has been grieving the loss of her husband and um, because he's not there emotionally and with two kids and my grandson Logan, I love him to death, but he's like a triplet. He reminds me of my son when he was small. It's enough to make you drink every single night, which I do sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, I'm pretty strong in my faith, and thank God for devotionals and reading the Bible and everything that that I can stand firm. But there are, you know, I'm only human. And the other day I was driving; we were driving back from Temecula in separate cars because my car was in the repair shop, and she took me. And I was driving back, and and I'm thinking about her sadness because my son is so he doesn't trust right now that because he's the sole breadwinner. He's making a lot of money in Afghanistan, which is, oh my gosh. He will not be able to make that anywhere. So he's not trusting that when he comes back, he's going to be back this Thursday. He'll be here till February. Then he wants to go back. She's at her wit's end, and she doesn't know what she wants to do with regarding this, whether he goes back with, uh, regarding her marriage, because she needs him here. Enough is enough. She's been giving, giving in to him for the last four years and she feels that when Kuwait closed because he got a job in Kuwait to bring his family but it closed because of COVID until July possibly so he wants to wait out in Afghanistan Kuwait instead of here because he doesn't have a job he doesn't know you know if he's going to be able to afford to pay for everything so he wants to go back for the you know because of the money and wait out Kuwait over there and um so all this stuff, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, has, he's not listening. He's not considering her feelings, and it's, the kids are without a father, and I just started to yell at God at the top of my lungs. <laughs> it's like just yelling at him. It's like, I dedicated him to you. you I'm holding your, pro, your, your word that if I train him the way he should go, that, he will, that you know, if he departs, he'll come back. And I'm trying to hang on to that because it's so hard to not understand why God is not listening to my prayers or hers, you know. I know he's working. I know as a Christian that he's working it to, he's working something out, but I don't know what it is. And I just want my son to be humbled. I want him to have a soft heart when he can hear that he sees the value of his family versus the money and the fear of not having enough to 
to uh, can't think of the word support them. So anyway, but that passage regarding that I read, it, you know, gives me comfort and and I and I know that God says, you know, just seek me, you know, and um, and all will be given. So I'm just holding on to His His word. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just reminded just as we hear each other's stories, you know, and I'm going to have the worship team come back up. Um, when we come together as a church, isn't it powerful to hear the different stories and where people are at and just the where, just like when we talk, when we pray with each other, I just know there's a story going on in each person's life. Every interaction, every encouragement, sometimes just a hug, a handshake, or airwave, whatever it is, whatever they're comfortable with. But you just never know, like just the sharing, I'm reminded God is doing things in everyone's life. Some are overcoming some huge obstacles to barely hold on to him, right? You're like, some of us maybe really solid, both hands are on, things are going well, things like that. But the power of really coming together um, and realizing that God has us all, um, but also we're a part of God holding on to us too. And, um, as you trust God, you encourage others. And so it's, it's just neat to be part of this type of community. And so um, let's go ahead and just pray. And just we're going to we're gonna wrap up with, uh, is it Yes and Amen? Yep. What a great song to end with, Yes and Amen. We're going to end with that and just kind of put a seal on uh, today. So Jesus, I love hearing people's testimony because it encourages me, whether it's little Mason up here, want more prayer reminding me I probably need to be praying that kids pray, out praying me already. Whether it's hearing our struggles and people that are, they're missing their spouse that has been gone for four years, reminding us to pray for each other and pray for families. Um, just so many good things, God. God, I pray that we'd be a church that when we read the Bible, it wouldn't seem like a, a foreign book that it would be one thing like, yeah, that's what Jesus is doing today. He walks with me today. He talks with me today. And I, God, I pray we'd be a church that makes you proud as far as we don't have it all together, but we have you and we trust you. And I pray you use this as a church to give hope to others. There are people that are living this life and they don't have the hope that you give. And I pray that we could just plant the seeds, God, and whatever you do in us could just be given out to others. We thank you for your love. We thank you that we can rejoice in you because you do give us favor and you do bless us, and you do give us grace, and we will never, ever forget that as a church. In your name, Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information or to get in contact with our pastoral staff, please go to go toaccesschurch.com.